This is Two Shy Guys a Mile High. Cue the damn music. We back. It's Two Shy Guys a Mile High, 2CGMH. It's your boy P. Will, Drip Chronicle. It's your boy WB, come fly with me. It's your boy Al Digger, the architect. Let's build together. You gonna stick with it? I'm gonna stick with it, man, today. Right. Why not? We gonna keep it Stick going, to the man. script. That's the, that is the, being the game plan from the get-go, man. So, That's always the key. Man, so sticking to the script, man. How y'all, how y'all feeling today, man? It's a, it's a nice sunny day. Nice sunny day for once. I'm straight. I'm braided up. I'm blessed. I'm good. You know, just making the moves that I can. Sticking to the strip. Being consistent. Trying to get the podcast consistent. Making sure that we're releasing good quality content in a timely fashion. And some old things. So I'm clicking on all cylinders. For real, I'm feeling good, man. I'm just blessed to be here. Blessed to be in good faith, man. Able to wake up, walk another day, you know, spend the time with you guys, man, and get this content out to, to the listeners, man. And I appreciate the listeners always, as always. For sure, man. And just like we always talk about, bro, just being able to to keep progressing, keep keep our goals in front of us. Moving on up <laughs> to the east side. Well, maybe not the east side over here. This, it's expensive on this east side, man. But uh, What about the east side of St. Louis? <laughs> uh, <whatever. laughs> hey, not as expensive. I mean, I'm sure, but uh, <laughs> but it's still they still need finances to you know. That's still part of Illinois. Work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Actually, man, I remember yeah. going out there, man. We actually got a flat tire out there in East St. Louis at a club too, man. It was just it was just a crazy event. That's not where you want it. it was super sketchy. Just <laughs> yeah, you might not want to go there, but but it was cool, man. Showed us love, man. But well, was... we're gonna digress because I've heard <laughs> some good things about the ones out there in East St. Louis, but we going to where the money resides, where the money resides, where the money resides. And this episode, we're going just trying to figure out where the money resides. We got some topics that we want to discuss about the current landscape of the American financial system right now, as well as how it feeds into personal finance and financial literacy so with that being said man what's up with this stimulus package bro they talk about 1.9 billion dollars wow. you know what i'm saying i remember who was that cat williams was saying that talking about a billion dollars you can, you can kill somebody talking about just with the word billion you know what i'm saying that's a lot of money whole lot of money also shout out lebron james he close to getting that billy you know what i'm saying but we talking about handing out 1.9 billion dollars where the money resides and where is the money going to be going where is it going to come from is the first thing facts yeah. 1.9 billion bro like they just passed a, what a, before that another a stimulus package that was up to like 900 million something like that billions man it was just a lot of money that's been thrown around bro like where who's paying for that you can't just make money right like it has to come from somewhere and 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 speaking of that like you can't just have just just debt on top of debt, right? Like that's the that's the that's what I don't understand. So I'm not a financial expert, but I mean I've had some financial faux pas in the in the in the past, and so I know you can't just come up with money out of thin air. So what are y'all thoughts on that, bro? Just kind of like that that package being first of all that big, right? And then that just 
I don't I don't see any relief coming from that for, for all I want to know is is the student loan forgiveness piece a part of the plan because I know they would talk about the 50,000 before but I seen Joe Beasy <laughs> he wasn't rocking with the 50k so what is gonna be the next step for it because that's that's the part I'm listening to is trying to figure out you know but you know you can't can't sit around and wait for the handout either so oh. you got to make sure that you're doing what you can do to get to where the money resides so but I would like to see that portion to be part of it though because it, it's going to help a lot of people out at the end of the day I don't I don't even think they put that in there and that new boy nah, it ain't in there that's, that's that 50k ain't in there that's it ain't coming. so at the same time that. were they just politically pandering to us to get these votes and I don't want to pander you, y'all. I will admit my mistakes when I make them. It's one point nine trillion. I ain't even used to saying that money. I'm trill, but I ain't used to saying trillion. You feel me? One point nine trillion dollars. It's got to come from somewhere. I think there was a lost episode that just got magically disappeared, and we had talked about the source of where it came from. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the Fed or where where we say it came from. The Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve, which is backed by something else. We want to go. You know what? God blessed us and deleted that episode because we might have some price tags on our head right but now yeah. because we were just talking about how is it possible, where is this money coming from, and who do we owe? Because you got to follow the money trail to see what's going on in this world. They talk about it's like a thousand pages, probably plus pages a in that, that pack. Who got time to read a thousand pages? Ain't we nobody. know these people... These rich people ain't reading a thousand pages. They probably ain't even reading a hundred pages. You know what I'm saying? So how are they going to even know what is in that bill, where this money goes, and then how do we as Americans, especially black Americans, figure out how we are written into the script? Man. Or written out of the script? I was about to say that. I was the only thing we was even in that script, bro. But I mean, at the same time... We you can't depend on the government to, to bail you out. So I mean, it's it's been apparent from the get go. For at least my perspective, I'm, I've never felt like the government was going to have my back to to bail bail us out. But you know, they keep talking about all this, you know, relieving of debt, and then it comes down to it, and then it's not being relieved. They just making more debt or or just printing more money. So I mean, just to tell you about you know my my situation with money, right? Like I, I didn't. I didn't grow up understanding how money worked. It just wasn't For real, a, but a, something sh- that was taught to us in the school none system. Of, none right? of us so, do, especially coming from where we from. Bruh. You got to go out there and get that information. Oh, so in the hard way is, is how I learned. I'm just saying, came out here to work, built up some money, just, I mean, just lost all of it pretty much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just didn't have didn't have the, the financial discipline that I have now. And I'm, I'm okay with saying that. I mean, I literally hit rock bottom, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was to a point where you know, just credit cards, you know what I'm saying? The student loans, obviously, you know, that's a yeah. big a big issue. You know, if I knew better now, I, I would avoid loans like the plague, right? You know what I'm saying? And so just going back to that financial literacy piece, like I had I had no clue what I didn't know until I had that, that rock bottom moment for real. And it was yeah. like at that moment I said, yo, this kinda I've got making this money, but I'm not seeing nothing on the other side for it, right? So, I, and that's just that's just to show you like how fast you can get something is how fast it can be gone as well. Cause like you know we all had to had the points where we hit those high points and we hit those low points, and you had to go through that experience to make you into the person that you are today. Yes, sir. So all of that stuff got you to where you are. So as long as you learn from it, yep. and you know what I'm saying, what what type of things did you do to not put yourself in that position again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, just I I think what I did was I had to take a, a hard look at my spending habits, like yeah. my behaviors, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause That's I'm just real. sitting literally, bro. I mean, I'm making like 
literally I'm an engineer, young engineer, probably in my twenties, you know, twenty about twenty four, twenty five. So it was no, a while just, ago. A while, a little many, many <laughs> moons ago. Many moons ago. I mean, I can I can tell y'all this story. I mean, I was in my twenties, and so it was it was crazy. I mean, I, I was getting money. I was working as an engineer. I was getting money. Um, but at the same time, you know, once again, those habits had not been ingratiated into me, you know, as well as they could have been if I if I knew what I didn't know. So I, I made some bad choices. You know, what I'm saying, had a house, lost that. You know, what I'm saying, had. You know, a car I ended up paying that off. That was probably the smartest thing I did. But then ended up racking up credit card debt, right? You know, yep. you get you get this credit card. Hey, they go, bro, you making all this money? Here's this ten thousand dollar limit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can just go and put the money on the credit card. I didn't. Once again, credit cards in college. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. bad habits early, and so I just hit a hit a place. I was like, man, I'm just I got this house. I mean, I'm making money, but I'm not able to pay the bills like that's, that, that's bro. Same way, the same. You know same. what I'm saying? Like, what's going on there? Right? Yeah. I had a similar situation, but it wasn't around like getting caught up with like the the credit card debt or anything like that. I didn't have that, but I did have credit that I didn't that I forgot about because mm. when I was younger, I did make some purchases. I got a credit card and made some purchases for my brother that I didn't pay off. And then you know, what I'm saying at that time, and then once you look at your credit statement after not paying things off, you oh, go yeah. into an inquiry where you that have collections you know, and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, so credit, I did know? learn from that. So I was able to experience that. But then don't let that happen again. And then yep. you know, we got hit with the student loan, wamboozle. Yeah. That a lot of people, but. uh now being knowledgeable about the the whole student loan trap and being able to find you know finance your way to go to college or or to uh, get higher education by looking for those scholarships and those grants and right. and you know the things that you don't have to pay back and paying so, off yourself too like just working through college yeah, people work just, through college too yeah you know? so, exactly you can pay it off while you're going to, through it but you know it's, it's multiple ways to do it that i wish i would have known before but yeah. you know so you can't let that stop stop you now but you teach that on to you know the next generation so that's the things that i'm trying to do to uh so he doesn't have to be in the same predicament or my future kids don't have to be in the same predicament that I was in. You exactly. know, and I feel like that's 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 the whole point of going through things is just to share the knowledge so that people won't have to experience the same thing. And we bring up this point just to talk about financial literacy in general. Yep. I myself, I was terrible with money. Um mm-hmm. it really took my wife getting to my life and checking me <laughs> because I was living a lot. I'm out here flossing thinking I'm doing the most, mm-hmm. but I'm really doing the least. Racking up credit debt, trying yeah, to impress yeah. people instead of just living within my means. Yeah, and yeah. you know what happens with that? You get credit debt. And once you start getting into credit debt and with them high interest rates, you just, it out. just revolves. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you're making minimum payments and then you add on top of that late fees, etc. So I think it's really imperative to make sure that you do your own due diligence to get informed about how to be financially literate. Mm-hmm. What are the things and steps that you can take? And passing it on to the next generation as well, too. We always try to highlight we want the next generation to not be like this generation so we can actually start making some progress on this yeah. thing called generational wealth. Right. I had the privilege and honor of attending a webinar on black generational wealth nice. that was put on my frat brother kevin jackson shout out to the Yo, noobs he put right. me on with that but one of the quotes he had said is that 
it's not generational wealth until you hand it over to the next generation successfully, first and foremost. So we got to do our due diligence to make sure that we're doing that. Mm -hmm. But we got to make sure that we are making the relationships and the networks so that we can even have this generational wealth. We need to be getting inside those banks. We need to have bankers that we know that's why we need black bankers you yes, know yes, all these different power players on your team you need to make sure that you have your um tax planning person because no matter what you do in business you got to be thinking about your tax planning and overall the more healthy your personal financial life is the better off your business financial life will be yes, and that's habits. how you start to grow and scale from yes, there sir. as well yes, sir. and it's those habits right because mm-hmm. think about it if you take it out of your personal life if you got bad habits in your personal life it's that's going to translate that. right, right exactly. to the business. And so, like, like case in point, like, I, I, you bring up a good point. Like, my wife and I, we had the same situation. Like, she was there when I hit bottom, right? You know, it was like, boom. It was like, we got to figure something out together if we're going to be on this journey, right? And so now on the other side of this, you know, we're able to have a business debt-free right now. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Hey, shout out, Mary, for just keeping us, you know, focused on that area together. And so we can run our business way more successfully now than we would have if, if we had those bad habits that we had just growing you know and so it's 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 really you got to look at really how you would how you were taught about money too though so that's mm-hmm. where you know in your relationship with it because if you if you don't even talk about it like there's some people that don't even talk about it in their house because it's such a sore subject right mm-hmm. and so i think when i was able to really just to give you one of those points you asked me how did i how did i get out of that stuff it I was really 10 minutes ago i, I know but i'm coming coming back to it as well, we, as we, no, I appreciate as we close it, bro. it out um like just just understanding what my behaviors were that were were putting me in that situation, right? Just not paying on time for what? Like I I got the money in there. I'm name. just I'm just wasting it. I'm, I'm letting it name. just. Oh, it's, it's the twenty first day. I'll go to entry the little late fee, but what's what's what the late fee on ten thousand? Mm-hmm. That's probably about another hundred fifty two hundred dollars. You know, just interest, just yep. because you could you could just pay that thing off. And so I was looking at those habits like, man, that's just detrimental to what I'm trying to accomplish. I'm trying to save money. Yep. So I can have generational wealth, right? So I can, you know, make my mom proud, you know, so I can, you know, make my future family proud of me, you know, so I can have these things set up in place. So now we have a financial foundation to, to do the good work that we want to do, which is For help real. people, you know what I'm saying, which is which is obviously pass something on to our children, mm-hmm. but the habits, and that's where, you know, learning like you guys have talked about, taking those steps to say, what, you know, let me look at my relationship with money. Do, no, I, do I have a good relationship mm-hmm. with money? And if not, what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to? And I need to get out of that, that comfort zone because sometimes people feel so ashamed to talk about it. Yeah, you know? I feel the same way, man, because Tasha kept me on the on the right path as well. So shout out to Tasha on like how to, how, to, how I was spending money and then just the way I was looking at money, just uh, knowing that I had it, that I could just go out there and get it as opposed to, you know what I'm saying, working to get more. So like you said, pass that generational wealth and then just have things set up for, uh, you know what I'm saying, the next generation because now, you know, she got me into thinking about, you know, life insurance and then right. credit, you know, starting to accounts for uh, PJ and then our, you know, future kids whenever that time comes into uh, fruition. Yes, but just, just taking the time to just have those plans set up and just have uh, infrastructure set up so that, it'll be easier in that transition to pass over the wealth, like you said, successfully. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just got to be thinking on that type of uh, wavelength is just uh, is what I see in terms of growth. And then I just see you guys do it as well. So and exemplify that, you know what I'm saying, wealth, well-being, keeping it healthy, and just seeing that you guys are uh, executing as well on a high level, it just helps, you know, these type of conversations and the way we're going and progressing just can be continuously uh, uplifting 
and uh, it helps us all. I think we all do a good job at, you know, holding each other accountable and just, yeah. you know, bringing each other up. And it's, all, it's always good to see that, especially in the black community where three people can work together from three different backgrounds mm-hmm. and, and continuously make each other uh, grow and build on that, like the architects say. And have fun, man. And, that's and have the, fun. I think that's the whole thing. It's the fun and fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we laugh and joke about it, but put the fun and fundamentals, man. And, and and speaking of the fundamentals, have y'all ever thought about like crypto at all? As far as bringing that into the portfolio, because I, it's it's speculative, but it's interesting. It's very interesting, you know. Yeah, um, it is. It's yeah. awkward. It's, it is. It's, it's, it's man. awkward. It, it's because it's just a. It's it's really weird. I mean, There's we don't so have much to spend money too much that. time on that, but I know. We had had a discussion about crypto a bit. Yeah, about, do I, you have any in like your portfolio? Do you even do you even follow it at all? I got what a little of? something, but I bought on the high. I have <laughs> Ripple. I know. I think I got a little bit of Ethereum and a little bit. I don't know if I, I have my, my Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Litecoin. 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 Bitcoin. I mean, now that's that's. <laughs> I ain't got no Dogecoin. Uh, 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 you know, we we, <laughs> we picked up a little bit early. I picked on, up just to you know what I'm saying know. exactly. You never know what can happen with it, but but. I think I remember when you were kind of setting up those Bitcoin meetings back in, you know, what, four years like, ago? Like 2017, 2018. Yeah, I remember it was just, just, that yeah. was like my first experience with yeah. learning about it. So, like, from, coming from, you know, that point and, you know, just knowing that I had the means to actually be able to obtain some at, when it was at the lower hand and just <laughs> not jumping on the opportunity. And now I learn from it. So, getting more... uh Cause it was just it was so new that I was like, oh, okay, nothing can be that good, and didn't see the outcome or the potential in it. So you know what I'm saying. But learning from that is just got me to the point where, hey, well, Phil, now you need to do more research because you don't want to let these opportunities like that, or where you can, you know, say make these type of plays, you know, fall fall on the wayside. And you're so. still good too, but yeah, good it, because exactly. you're aware. Because a lot of people just not even aware that's happening, right? And that yep. was the thing. Like it's like Bitcoin and all this stuff was since. Exactly. Back when I, I learned, I really learned about it in God, like 2007. I told right. you that story yep. about the the cat that was was working with me at Boeing. Man, he's hey, he, he doing his thing. I ain't gonna say his name, but he probably doing his thing. He was telling me it was like 150, 150 dollars. Is that is that 47 k right 47 thousand right now. So imagine mm-hmm. how you know, I, I had I had like I said 25, 26. I didn't know any better. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had money that I could have probably even put into Bitcoin, maybe a thousand at that point. You talk about a thousand get you. Probably I don't even do the math. Like probably five hundred, six hundred thousand just sitting. But but once again, we talked about it before. I would have had the discipline. Mm-hmm. I would have had the habits to even hold it that long because it got to two thousand at one point, and it went down, and it got up to ten thousand, and it got and it went down, and it got up to twenty. You know what I'm saying? So people who held when it was cents and dollars, they probably are wreaking those benefits. But they believed in that. Yep. Even it was very speculative. And so you, the thing is, we believe in the stuff that we can tangibly see. Like, okay, so real estate, right? You got to you get your real estate portfolio up. You know, crypto could be part of that portfolio. Yeah. But, I mean, I tell people all the time, just be aware. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah, yeah. understand that, that what's happening with the technology, you don't have to, like, throw your life savings in there, but dip a toe in that thing. Right. And speaking of being aware, <laughs> I wanted to also talk about some things that are coming out called NFTs, which are non-fungible tokens. Non-meaning not fungible, meaning interchangeable, and the token meaning a voucher. And basically what it is, it creates a specific token for what you own, a digital asset, as you say, that represents an item. So... A lot of people were talking about the future and where that is going as well, too, because they are got stuff like NBA Top Shot, 
Oh, where yeah, basically you get, it's like a pack of card Pokemon cards you can get, <laughs> but you technically own them at the digital version. LeBron James got a dunk that sold for two hundred eight thousand dollars, and then also they've had an NFT for Nyan the Cat, which is the the old Rainbow Cat meme. It sold for five hundred eighty k. And my mind, I'm clowning it because I can't even fathom. I'm like, what makes this different from going online and just copying this meme? Me. I, one, I'm copying it. I don't directly, quote unquote, own it. But how is this the future when you have something di- on the digital side that is selling for this high that you own but you don't own? It's not even it's the, physical. It's that blockchain. Yeah. It's that blockchain. They talk about that, yeah. that digital ledger that every transaction is recorded, and that's where I think the people are growing more interested in that and piece of it because it's decentralized. It's not like the government is over has oversight on what happens. But the transactions are on a digital ledger, right? Meaning it's everybody can see it. Like let's mm-hmm. say you and I will have a transaction. It'll just show I sent it to your address and you sent something to me. We had a transaction, but it won't show the full details. Now, depending upon how that account is set up, you might be able to, depending on your user level, right? Your admin mm-hmm. levels, but that's more technical. Like the, the the thing is, it's technically yours, right? right. In the sense right. of it's it's digitized to will at this address and if you sell it it's the wills it's this address this token or whatever mm-hmm. is the rights is transferred to that other address and so it's just now it's out of your possession to let's say feel and so it's, re- it's weird i mean it's a lot more to it but i mean just on a higher level like high level just it's it's a digital token it's yours until you give it until to somebody you else it. Yeah. it says since november 2017 there's been over a total of 174 million dollars spent on nfts where does money coming from? Like, how, like how, it's not backed by anything. It's just about you owning something. I I have to do my own research to get schooled up because it, it's just so wild how things are transforming. So wild how things are changing. But one thing about the blockchain, which is great and can be a gift and a curse, depending on what industry you are, especially if you're a dope dealer or something, you definitely can tell who owns what items and how it's been moved and tracked along through the system. So if Phil has something that was a token and then he transferred it to me, I can verify that, you know what, Phil owned this and now I own it. There's more tracking and more transparency and traceability towards it. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely going to be interesting to see where it is going to go in the future um, I, I think I kind of would uh, pivot on this point and say that it's similar to a digital stock, kind of, I would say, say. Because if you have a stock, you own a piece of the company. And speaking of stocks, GameStop, boy, that was crazy, man. Was, it man. was crazy. It, traded, it just it went back up like again. It just went, it back just went back up, up to again. plus 100 plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just interesting because even if you're not in that industry, you're rooting for the little guys to, to be able to make this type of money. Which I haven't followed it too much, but I know that it was like people were like get on GameStop is doing this. I was like, well, no matter when you get on it, it just depends on if you gonna keep it or not, right? right. You can, you know, you can always get it at a dollar. It goes to a hundred. You sell it, it goes back down to ninety. Then it goes up to twenty thousand. You know, mm-hmm. it could do that. Right? I mean, WB give the, give the listeners a breakdown of what happened. All right, so here's what had happened. So you know, there's a site on the internet called Reddit, and basically it's a forum with a bunch of different pages where you can go on and you can really waste your time and find Reddits about everything. There's good stuff and bad stuff on there. But there's a section called Wall Street Bets. 
And in this, they talk about stocks and bonds and, you know, all the different things out there in the financial world. But there was a group of users that caught wind of a hedge fund that was going to short GameStop because they thought that it was going to do terrible. So when you short something, you think that the stock is going to fall and that is going to go really, really bad, really, really quick. So what the people did is that they bet on GameStop and actually started buying it. So instead of the people who shorted it, got messed up in the game because it kept going higher and higher and higher Gosh. and it went from $18 to $347.51 cents cash me. straight cashed out but the bad part about that is that you know the hedge fund lost money and it got so crazy because Robin Hood which is supposed to be for the people for the, you know for the little start man just trying to do a little something start putting in rules in place that said that you can't make a transaction on yeah, GameStop until the end of the day First of all, how does that even make any type of sense? But it makes a little bit of sense because when they came and went to Congress, they said that we had to do that because we didn't even have the money to handle all these transactions that were going on. So they were basically just running off of credit that ran out. Uh-huh. And what's crazy is that these other hedge funds, they end up getting more loans and more money from somewhere. And Robinhood ended up getting some more money too. So they could keep, keep their trading keep platform open and going too. So it's so crazy how... The power of the people united for a good purpose, what it can do, and then the ramifications of fallout that can happen because we got all these rich people crying, talking about, well, it's not fair. Is it fair when you prey on the regular working human being yeah, the way that y'all do? Don't be mad yeah. that the play got ran on you, boo. You went short, they went long. You know? I mean, this it's got moss. Right. Got moss. But that's what but but that's what it's been of. I mean, if you don't know how to play that game, right, short and long, you just sitting back like, what happened? What game stopped happening? And, and it's that fear of let me not go through the research and figure it out. You know, yeah. we got time to on the phones to Google, you know, how to trade stock. Everybody I mean, got a smartphone. Want... Everybody yeah. got some reason to get to the Internet to find out more information. But mm-hmm. it is you got to filter out what you're actually looking at. Yeah. Um. I just read something that this morning in Proverbs, and it talks about you just can't be – Listening and taking everything that is said to heart and said this is the truth. You have to do your own research. You gotta do your research. So with that being said, WB is going to inflict some wisdom and insight on y'all. First of all, don't try to time the market. It's impossible. It's impossible. There are people running AI algorithms, a bunch of people that work 24-7, 365, 366 in the leap year to figure out what's the next best thing. On top of that, they have these insides to these different companies whether it be ceos or whatever yes it is insider training but it you know people do it they just don't get caught you just got to be smart about what you're doing out there wb ain't doing that but at the end of the day that's why you don't want to try the time the market you need to just buy low and just keep letting it ride buy on the dip keep letting it ride and because when you're investing you're looking at it for the long Long haul if you're day trading you're trying to finesse and see if you can make moves day to day no i'm in it for the long term because the marathon continues rest in peace nipsey i don't at the end of the day i really don't even care if i see the money up front for myself i want it to sustain my life but i want to be able to pass it on to the next generation responsibly mm-hmm. and that's what and they also have iras as well so mm-hmm. individual retirement accounts or yep. you know and and that's the long game as well i mean we we have a managed account you know thank god we have you know we do fidelity i mean they're pretty good that's what they do they do mutual yep. funds and so we're looking at it obviously the long game we got kids exactly. you know three black boys we're trying to raise up to be you know excellent citizens and, they, and if we're going to build resources with them for them for their community then we have to be make sure that 
we know where the money resides. So where the money resides. So, but learn, but once again, it was an awareness piece, right? I didn't know anything about you know going to a professional. Like that's not something that we, yeah. we learned mm-hmm. in growing up, right? There are professionals that do this and really have your best interest at heart. Want to teach you, want to show you how to do it, and that's what it was. Somebody actually sat down and said, "Hey, Al, you have an opportunity yeah. to do something that you know maybe somebody else in your family didn't do." Nothing wrong there. You just you you have a different path, a different plan. Cause we got that money in the mattress, man. <laughs> yeah. Got that money in the pillowcase, but it ain't gaining but you no value. It ain't it ain't working no for you exactly. But if it's you really sitting. learn your history as black people, there are reason behind this. Because back in the day, when we put our monies in the bank after the Civil War, after they gave us his money, a big banks were open. We put it in there. And then we try to get the money to see where the money resides, and the money is not there because they didn't handle it appropriately. Thus, leading to trust issues that we have with these banking systems. And that perpetuates to this generation going forward. And then we don't even have the knowledge to be backed behind that as well, too. So we really need to make sure that we do our part to be personally responsible for our finances, our literacy and knowledge of it, so we can actually be an economic power. Because at the end of the day, this has been going on for years and years and years and years. Slavery was a long time ago. We ain't getting no reparations for the work that black people didn't put in in this world. I'm still going to be fighting for them because as a negotiation tactic, at least if I ask for it and get a little bit, that's better than not asking at all. Yes, I'm keeping on the forefront of that, you know, and I might not even see that. But going forward, it's like, man, until black people, we are a economic self-sustaining power. Ain't nothing going to be going on in this world because without yes. economic power and prowess, you can't do nothing. So that means get your credit right, yep. get your money right. Yep. Why are we going to these banks to lending? Are, why are we going to banks to get money instead of pulling the resources that we have? We already know that black people spend the most money, more money than some even entire nations, like the entire nations of Spain. It's like, I don't even know the statistics. I'll look it up later. But regardless of which, we have financial power. We just need to use it responsibly. And it goes back to that training. It goes back to that education. It goes back to living beneath your means and being real. And don't be emotional with your spending. Because I used to be the worst with that. I was going through things in my life. You know what I was doing? Buying shoes. And you know what? The shoes is right up there in the closet. Not not collecting no type of insurance. It ain't a non-fungible token. You know what I'm saying? But they look clean. And then they depreciate. Exactly. Hey, oh, not all of them though. Oh, you can you can go into the true. shoe market yeah, and make true. you some yeah, bread true. off of there because that you know that's what a couple of the homies now I know do. But, but that's an know. investment. That's, yeah. that's exactly. an investment. You're doing exactly. that as a business. You're right. not doing it just to go on the streets and look fly and flossy. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And that's and that's it. Just having a purpose for your for your each funds. All your money that's coming in, you know, just have a, a plan for that. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what it did. I didn't have no plan, man. It was just I was gonna keep making money because I. I feel like I can out earn my stupidity, bro. Like I'm just gonna keep doing stupid stuff. I'm just gonna make more money. Yeah, I'm yeah, keep I got this credit card. I can pay that off if I wanted to. I had it at the bank. I could have paid it off. But why? Oh, I got ten thousand in credit over here. Well, I got ten thousand money over here. That's twenty thousand mm-hmm. of, 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 of possible spending yeah. power. Boo! That was the worst. But you had to go through that. Yeah. To, to to get you where you were. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? You just got to go through. You got to, you know, roll with the punches in it and then sink or swim at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You figured out how to swim. Or yeah. at least the doggy paddle until you figured it out. <laughs> but, but. Not Michael Phelps with the swim move. Hey, for you real. I feel you. Hey, so, I feel you. Not- hey, but in it for the long call, like you said, speaking of, it's the anniversary of 2CGMH. Yes, we are one years old. We are one, one year years old. To one providing year the game. content to the listeners, man. We appreciate it. It's been, a, it's been a ride, man. But we appreciate y'all coming with us on the wave, on the drip. 
Y'all are coming to fly with us and y'all building with us, man. We appreciate it, though. We appreciate it. Can't do it without y'all, man. We ain't got nothing to build for if ain't no listeners. You know, we out here trying to just figure out and, like you say, we'll just pass it on the information. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope that's what people are getting here. You know, please just write us. Let us know what's up. And so it's if if we can't hear from y'all, then we, we can't continue to give you content that you need and want. And so. That's that's why I love coming here talking with y'all, man, and being able yeah, to do this because it's it's a lot that we get to learn from each other as well, and just hear it at a different time, a different perspective, and be able to just really just put our heart out there and let people see that we make mistakes. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's what I think that's what good leaders should be doing anyway, right? Like we should make mistakes mm-hmm. because if you're not out there making mistakes, then you're not even trying. Right. <laughs> the mistake is not trying, you know, and you making a huge mistake if you just think it's gonna just happen and fall in your lap. Like them student loans. Like, I'm just going to close. Them, them ain't, if, pay your shit down. Just be real. If you got it, pay your shit down. Pay it down. Don't think it ain't, don't think, you know. Don't wait for that handout. Don't, don't wait for that no. handout. You got to go ahead and make it. So make sure you pay. Man, that's what you're going to get. So. <laughs> Straight up, man. Consistently pay on them too. So don't don't think because, oh, man, I done paid a couple. Just stay consistent with it. Like, like consistency, that's the word of the, of the year for you, right? Man, I'm consistently trying to pay this debt down. I'm consistently trying to have better thoughts in my mind and just checking in with myself before i even spend the money right mm, real talk sometimes you know you gotta have that conversation yeah, with yourself you gotta, man you gotta, talk you gotta to think yourself. once think twice and make sure you talk it over with yourself look in the mirror and say hey is this something i need or want and if you got that accountability partner you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying that's always a good thing too Facts. especially you know they they got your, your your best interest at heart and you know i think that's another thing too we have a good team too of people around us to be able to teach this stuff to us because i mean it is a fear when you start messing with money and, and talking about investments because it's like all i knew was just get money save it like you said put in that mattress it ain't working exactly. you know what i'm saying it's not it's just sitting there just collecting dust really and it might be depreciating to be real with you and, you know yeah. what i'm saying and so, it shouldn't be a taboo subject people be talking about money all the time so if it's taboo because people just feel awkward talking about it but you're not going to learn unless you exactly. talk about it. You're not going to be true to yourself and figure out how you need to make adjustments and fix and how you can progress at the same way. So that's what we're called to do, especially, you know, what else we're called to do? We're called to trap all day, play all night, because this is a life of a go-getter. And y'all got to be go-getters out there. I mean, if you don't work, you don't eat, you don't grind, you don't shine. Who? Mike Jones. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the truth. You just got to keep the pedal to the metal, make the money. Use it responsibly. Figure out what you can do to scale. Use your resources appropriately. And you're going to have a blessed life. Hustle and motivate. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nip. For real. That, that's what you do, man. You put in the hard work and you motivate the next generation or whoever, uh, your mentee, mentors. You motivate them to do the same or do better. Mm-hmm. Hustle and motivate. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man, I feel good, man. I feel I feel like we got a lot off our chest today, man. And just talking about the the intricacies of, of financial literacy, man. And so uh, we can close it out, man. How y'all feeling about that? I'm good. I'm great. <laughs> it's your boy P. Will, Drip Chronicles. It's your boy WB. Come fly with me. If you can't fly for free. No, sir. It's your boy Al Digger, the architect. Keep building with us, guys. We appreciate the listeners, man. Please love and like the content. You know, rate us. Shout us out if you can to CGMH on IG on all platforms. Check us out, man. Shoot us an email to shotguysamount at gmail.com. And we gonna holla at y'all. Holla, holla. Everybody that's ready to get dollar, dollars. Ladies, no one will get them a little. 
It's murder. <laughs> <laughs> I just been cooking that note. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the grand, the people gonna call it the truth. I ain't really trip on the credit. <laughs>